You're listening to a podcast, The Ellie Castro Show. I am Ellie Castro. And I am Mike Okendo, Mikey O. Mike Gill, welcome back to El Podcast. Oh, man, it's been a while, man. I am so excited to be sitting at this podcast across from you. You're the reason why people in Chicago listen to the podcast. That's exactly right. You know, the- my Illinois numbers are really high. Yeah. Well, you know that it's yeah. Illinois, New York, and Florida, the primary, the strongest markets. And I know that it's because of you. That's right. That Illinois tunes in. Illinois tunes in to listen to Mikey O with Eli Castro. Now, you're, you're saying that humbly speaking, of As, course. Siempre. So you know that we're in the summer. Yeah. And we're both parents of 12-year-olds. Yep. And the decision, which is hard during the summer, is summer camp. Yeah. The problem is that the decision is now challenged by the idea that they're 12. Yeah. And when they were 9 and you would drop them off at camp, and 10 and you would drop them off at camp, and 11 and you would drop them off at camp, the day kind of spoke for itself, but they're growing. Not only that, but when you would give them the idea, yeah. they were all for it. They were all for it. You're going to go to X camp. Yeah. Sure. Oh, I can't You're gonna wait. You're going to go to Y camp. Absolutely. Now it's, wait, what What am I going to do? Yeah. What exactly? Well, how long am I going to be there? Yeah. Yeah. What time What time do I got to get up? Yeah, exactly. Uh, now, what, 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 how long am I going to, what am I going to do? Yeah. They're, yeah. they're older. That's, yeah. you know. Let me read up on it. Yeah. Are there any YouTube videos oh, on my. it? Oh, I do. I got to check oh, it. I got to check with YouTube. Oh, my God. See if anybody's done a review. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's over. That's what I'm saying. And, you know, some of these camps uh, over the years have done a good job of trying to advance, but these kids are just too smart now. Now, listen, when I was growing up in mm-hmm. New York, mm-hmm. we used to go to summer camp, okay? Really? And I, now notice how I called it summer camp because yeah. that's exactly what it's called. It was just summer camp. Yeah. Nowadays they say, well, what kind of camp? Well, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. No, we only had one. Yeah. That's it. You just got dropped off at the high school. Yeah. Right. And it was one big field. Yep. And you just did whatever the counselors felt like having you do, whether it was kickball. Yeah. Or sitting around in the sun. Yeah. Or you know, you play a game. Look for the shade. Look for the shade. Right. You look for the shade, and then you sit down. But that was the summer camp. Yeah. There was no name. Now you got tennis camp, baseball camp. You got uh, a hiking camp. You got Boy Scout camp. You got everything. There's all. You got gaming camp for just for gamers. All that. Music camp. Yeah. Everything. You know what my camp was? What? Titi Josefa. Titi Josefa? Yeah. You just well, got dropped off at Titi Josefa's? got dropped at Titi Josefa's house, and the other cousins would get dropped off there, and olvídate, that would be the day. What were your activities at Titi Josefa's? Titi Josefa's house, in the morning, she would give us uh, bustelo con galleta. Okay. That, was, that was the breakfast. The, 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 the crackers, the saltines, yeah. would be in the bustelo. That was breakfast. That was breakfast. Entonces, lo, uh, lo pork and beans, the cans of pork and beans... Right, she'd open three or four cans of pork and beans, and then lunch, lunch. That was it. And then you know what? Mira, tu mamá te viene a buscar a las tres. ¿A qué hora viene tu mamá? Tu, you know, you're, you're, the whole pickup thing. Acuéstate a la una para que te para yeah. que duerma hasta que te vengan a buscar. And then what did we have, Ellie? We had Hawaiian punch. Yeah. We had tang. Yeah. Right. We had grilled cheese. We but never that? drank water. No. No, never. You know, nowadays, you know, we keep them hydrated. Yeah. Tomate tu botella de agua. See, si. si, you know, we we send them with a bottle of water. We never no. drank water, bro. No, man. Era agua, no. si era agua con con polvo, right? Yeah. And right. by and, y azúcar. Y azúcar. And by today's standards, by the way, you know, you would think that my family had money. We always drink Malta, you know. And now, how much is a, a six pack of Malta now? Nine dollars. You know what yeah. I mean? So we always drink Malta, and, and there's nothing the, like that. No. A small bottle of Malta. Yeah. Fría. 
Bien frío, ice cold. The little, oh. the little bottle. Not the tall one, oh. bro. The tall one is watered down. Oh. The little one, bro. Yeah. Really cold on a hot day. Yeah. When you drink it with like lunch. Oh, yeah. man. Eso yeah. es, eso, that's the seal. Yeah. That seals that was it. it. That, that's, that's like the bow on the, on the gift. That was it. After they gave you hypertension with the coffee, then they induced you with diabetes <laughs> <laughs> with the Malta. My favorite thing, though, was being picked up by my mother where, you know, my aunt would yell at me all day. And then my mother would come and pick me up. I see, no, I see, eso es lo mejor que hizo Dios. Ese muchacho no molesta a nadie. This lady, my aunt, would lie for yeah. us. She never turned us in. Did your yeah. aunt ever turn you in? Oh, my God, all the time. Are you kidding me? Oh, Listen, God. my aunt, Titi Carmen, my yeah. mom's sister, would sometimes take care of us uh, uh, during the summer. And so it was Lynette, me, and my sister Marielle, right? Lynette was the youngest, I was in the middle, and my sister was the oldest. So we play like teenagers, right? Okay, well, guess what would happen, right? And inevitably, we get into a fight or an argument. One day, she said, Portese bien, porque vamos para la playa, right? All right, so we're going to go to the beach. So we start playing, we start fighting, what cousins do? Mm-hmm. She goes, man, no peleen, si no, no vamos para la playa. But you're like, whatever, right? we're, going, we're going to the beach, right? We're yeah. going to the beach. Yeah. No matter what happens, we're going to the beach. So we kept fighting. Mira, Elizalde, no pelees con Liné. Si no, no vas para la playa. Now all of a sudden it went from we're not going to the beach to you're not going to the Tú beach. No we keep fighting. Okay. <laughs> so then I was like, no, but it's not me. It's Liné. So I'm starting to defend myself. In my mind, I'm defending myself. In her mind, I'm continuing to fight. What does she do? Mira, pues tú vas a seguir peleando, pero te queda. Bro, she left me sitting on the stairwell of our building with my towel wrapped around my shoulders while her, Marielle, and Lynette went to the beach. Not even inside the apartment. Wow. She locked the apartment. You make it afuera. Wow. I've never forgotten that story to this day. And of course, does she remember it? No, of course no. not. Yo no te dejé. No, yo nunca salí, muchacho. No. Yo te quiero tanto. Tú, yo te quiero. Tú eres uno de mis favoritos. Okay, so you mean I didn't see you drive off yeah. while Lynette was looking out the window, yeah. laughing and waving and at waving. me? Oh, my God. You, you're saying I imagine that, that trauma in my childhood? Three years ago, I had a couple of his friends spend a couple of days with us in the summer. These kids all walked in. It was 7.30 in the morning. What are we going to do today? What are we going to do today? 7.30 in the morning. What are we going to do today? Three voices saying that. And this is where this was born. I say, you know what? Today is Camp Cocotazo. Tell me about Camp Cocotazo. Well, Camp Cocotazo is my favorite camp. It's a wonderful camp, all right? We at Camp Cocotazo take great pride at reshaping kids one Cocotazo at a time. So if I'm looking to enroll my child yep. in Camp Cocotazo, yep. let's see what that interview uh, enrollment process would look like. Welcome to Camp Cocotazo, where we reshape your child one Cocotazo at a time. Cocotazos, changing children one Cocotazo at a time. First of all, hello. It's great that you received me like an actual commercial. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome to Camp Cocotazo. And uh, tell us a little bit about your son. Well, first of all, my name is Juan. Uh, I guess you don't ask for the parent's name. I don't. I don't even do background checks. Okay, great. Uh, well, my name is Juan and my son's name is Juan, but we call him Juanito. Ah, well, there is the problem. It's the itos that are a problem. Why, Why is that? When you have a Joselito, Miguelito, Juanito, uh-huh. Pablito, huh? Yeah. Those itos, those are the problems. If you have an ito, tú tienes un diablito. Well, excuse me, but not my son. Oh, yes, your son. No, my son's the exception. Okay? Yes. He is the ito that is not like the other itos. Oh, if you've got an ito, busca que ahí está el diablito. Okay. So we take those itos and we reshape them one cocotacito at a time. Wait, so you're saying that I'm going to drop off my son and you're going to give him cocotazos? That's right. I will give him a cocotazo. I, I will... know, but is there is there like a, an activity around it? Is there 
You just line them up. And yeah, give you know what the activity is called? What? Behavior. You're expected to behave and respect others. You're expected to participate okay. uh, and play well. So give me an example. What, what happens at 9 o'clock tomorrow morning when I drop off my beautiful Juanito? So when you drop them off at 9 o'clock in the morning and they walk in and they do not say, Good morning, Mr. Mikey O. That's a cocotazo. Are you kidding me? No, that's a cocotazo. If he, he doesn't say good morning, Mikey O, he gets one cocotazo. We teach children to make immediate contact with a greeting. That's something that is gone. I don't know if you've noticed. Kids will walk into a room now. And they don't say hi to nobody. We've eliminated that. The minute they walk in, we're like, hola, Juanito. And if they don't respond with, hola, Mr. Miguel, <clears throat> cocotazo. <laughs> All right, so what other activities can I expect my son to uh, participate in uh, at Camp Cocotazo? Well, we have a limbe making class from 9.30 to 10.30. And then from 11.30 to 12.30, nosotros le enseñamos, we teach the children how to adobar la penil. And then at, uh, we we have lunch from twelve thirty to one thirty. And the, pe- then, the penil that yeah. you made the day before that the other kids were making. Or? That's correct. So the class we eat the next day's penil. <laughs> and then from one thirty to three thirty, we teach them the art of wrapping a pastel. <laughs> All right. So then we go through the pastel making class. Now we don't make the masa. And masa is typically done on Fridays. Oh. All right. So we make the masa on Fridays. And then what happens is is that from four thirty to five thirty until they are picked up, we basically teach them the art of making lo que se llama el cafecito de la tarde. We teach them how to make uh, bustelo because we want to get them used to the idea that there's nothing more important than el cafecito de la tarde. Right. So at Camp Cocotazo, uh, you don't adhere to any kind of child labor laws at all. Absolutely not. We don't care about that. Most of us from Camp Cocotazos come from environments like most of our listeners where we've been working now since we were probably three. And so, you know what? <laughs> what is wrong? Why is it that we are saying that the things that made us good, strong adults are not good enough for our children. So we believe that if we were subjected to cocotazos and we've become honorable and good citizens, let's recreate that in our children one cocotazo at a time. So I recently bought a home and uh, our, our listeners have to know that while we were off Broadway, you were the one that kind of advised me to make that decision and buy a home, which I did. And I'm very proud uh, of that decision to have bought a home. Yeah. I mean, you know, I encourage home ownership as soon as you can. And so for some people, as soon as you can is whenever. But uh, it's not that I'm against renters. It's that I think there's nothing more beautiful than putting your money somewhere monthly that means more to you than just making another person's dream come through of being a renter to you. You know what I mean? So I got to tell you, uh, I thought that I could just find a house, yeah, buy it, yep, and it'd be like uh, like renting. Yeah. In other words, that it was move-in ready. Yeah, go to bed. And it was not. Right. Because the house that we did find, that we did like, was great, except that the bathrooms needed work. Yeah. Now, I was not ready for that. Yeah. So we stayed up that first night panicking yeah because we're like why did we buy this house yeah when the bathrooms needed work yeah i'm sure your listeners will tell you that anxiety that first night second night first week anxiety that happens to everybody 
We didn't know yeah, that, right? No, no I it, get it. Yeah, it would have been it. nice yeah. for somebody to have called us yeah. or knocked on the door yeah. and said, by the way, yeah. uh, you freaking out is okay. Yeah. Because listen, I was Googling yeah. how to get out of a mortgage. Yeah. You know, I was Googling how like, to... <laughs> you know, how do I return a house? Yeah. Can I foreclose one day later? Yeah. 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 I mean, you know how like, you know, you can go to, you know, Costco and yeah. return something. Yeah. Can you return a house? Yeah. Can I go back to the bank and go, I don't want it anymore. Yeah. Is there a grace period? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And by the way, the answer is no. That, that's how much research I did that first night. Wow, wow. You know, I have uh, will tell you that I've owned a few homes and I've had that anxiety for a couple of days almost, almost, almost all the time. And you know, welcome to the Payment of the Month Club. Here's the other secret. The other secret is is that you'll put away two or $300. Oh man, I put away two or $300. Gracias a Dios. And you'll hear clink, something broke in the kitchen and now there goes the $300 you saved. That's why I call it the Payment of the Month Club porque siempre hay algo. Siempre hay algo. You're si, never... And siempre. then, y si no te lo busca. You know why I don't why? Because just when everything's perfect, Emeline's going to say to you, you know why? Can we paint the house a different color now? Yeah, man. We got it right. I know, but you know what? Como este colorcito me gusta más. You know, so it's it's always going to be something that either you did or that happens automatically. I, I'm definitely getting used to that idea because even just remodeling the bathroom, right? Yeah. That's a lot of responsibility oh, oh. because I would call people in, right? And the guy would be like, all right, what do you want done? And I'd say, uh, fix it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'd say, I'd say, make it look pretty. Yeah. And he'd go, well, what do you want? I go, I don't know. I, yeah. well, I didn't go to school for this. You yeah. understand? I just know that it looks ugly right now yeah. and I want it to look pretty. Yeah. But then you got to decide on tile, oh. size of tile, color of tile, texture of tile, yeah. placement of tile. 72 sink types. I don't care. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. And I don't, and Emily, we don't have enough experience so yeah. it's like uh, two mirrors, one mirror. What kind of faucet? No importa. Yeah. I just want it to look pretty. Do you have a pretty section? Can I look at the pretty <laughs> section? Where's the pretty <laughs> aisle uh, at, at Lowe's? Yeah. You know what I mean? No, imagínate. Then you go to Lowe's or Home Depot. Huh? They should have an employee working on every aisle. Yeah. Because if I go down an aisle... I don't know yeah. what I'm looking at. You understand? Yeah. It could be light bulbs. You know how many different type of light bulbs there are? Mm -hmm. You want it frosted? You want it clear? You want it daylight? You want it colored? I don't. I just want a light bulb that yeah. makes the room bright. Yeah. What do you have that says light bulb? Yeah. yeah. I just want a, a light bulb that says really, really bright. That's it. <laughs> my, my room is too dim. Yeah. Yeah. Can do you, you fix do you that? A, do you have an RRB? Really, really bright. Yeah. Papa, I would go around going, can you come home with me so I can show you? Yeah. Do you have that service? Yeah. Can I just bring you home? I'll, I'll give you a bottle of water. You know, yeah. I might even give you a sandwich. I just need you to come home because I don't, I don't know. Yeah. So I always tell people, listen, I'm about to ask probably something really stupid. Yeah. Pero I have this issue. What, yeah. what do I do? And they're like, well, you could do this or you could do that. You're talking to me like, I, I know what you're talking about or that I'm going to do it myself. I don't do nothing. Yeah. You understand? Somebody gave me a set of tools as yeah. a gag gift. Yeah. Okay. Does that tell you who you're talking to? Yeah. Yeah. I have a set of tools in my house that was a gag gift. You know what, Ellie? I think that every Home Depot in America should have a Lucille working in that aisle. Because I would come in there one day. Because I think this would be the best experience, right? You walk in. And you see a Lucio, and I'd walk in and I'd be like, eh, con permiso, do you have by chance? Ah, primeramente, buenas tardes. <laughs> okay, así se empieza. ¿Cómo te puedo ayudar, caballero? Yo estoy buscando Ajá. la parte de, de, de la bombilla Ajá. que tú la pones para que la bombilla prende y apaga cuando tú entras al cuarto. Ah, papi. 
Tú estás hablando de cuando tú entras al pasillo, la luz te prende sola. Prende sola. Ah, si tú tienes que prender nada. Exactamente. Ah, tú estás buscando lo, la luz bien avanzada. Sí, papi. esa misma. Chacho, ¿tú tienes los chavos para eso? Bueno, ¿cuánto más o menos eso cuesta? Papi, eso no tiene precio. Mira, tú lo que haces es tú buscas un chamaquito. ¿verdad? A tu hijo, a tu sobrino, al de la esquina, no importa. Ajá. Entonces tú vienes y tú lo paras donde está el switch, ¿ok? Tú lo paras ahí. Entonces tú le dices, mira, nene, cuando yo entre el pasillo, me prende el switch, ¿viste? Entonces tú entras y sin tú hacer nada, él te prende el switch y la luz prende. Yo tengo un muchachito ahí de la esquina que lo tengo que, que vive en el pasillo. Entonces, pero una pregunta, no, no, yo estoy Él buscando... vive ahí en el pasillo, él, 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 él duerme cuando nosotros dormimos. Si yo me levanto por la noche, Ajá. él se despierta para prenderme el switch. Él se llama Pablito. Hito. Sí, papi, Pablito. Él es uno de los buenos. No, porque déjame decirte una cosa, yo tenido mala experiencia con los Hito. No, no, ese es uno Si tiene el nombre Hito, hay problema ahí. No, papi, ese es uno de los buenos. Ajá. So you're saying it's not a motion light that I'm looking for? Papi, deja eso. Eso es, eso es de, de hace cinco años. De esas luces que, ah, tienen, tienen sensores que detectan movimiento, papi, y eso es viejo. Lo de ahora, lo nuevo, papi, lo nuevo, es de tener a, a un muchachito que vive en el pasillo que te prende la luz. Eso es lo de ahora, papi, eso es lo caro. Eso es, la, eso es lo de gente rica. Lo que tú estás hablando, eso es de Home Depot. ¿Entiendes? Eso es de cosa barata. Ah, mira, tengo una luz con sensores. ¿Qué porquería es eso? Papi, yo tengo a Pablito que vive en el pasillo que me prende las luces. Y si quiero el mismo efecto para la cocina, le digo, mira, Pablito, vete a la cocina y prendeme las luces. Pues dame uno de esos. Ah, no. Ese es el único. No tiene hermano. All right, so uh, you've been part of La Habana Madrid in Chicago, a yeah. huge musical production, yeah. huge success yes. in Chicago, and yeah. you've been a part of it. But you've had something happen that was uh, kind of unique. Yeah, you know, uh, so for those of you who don't know, La Habana Madrid is a musical that uh, focuses on Latino life in Chicago in the 1960s. It's a beautiful story written by Sandra Delgado, and it's got an amazing cast. It's the only play that has a live salsa band in it, and when you go see the play, you actually, as an audience member, end up dancing. And one of my uh, things that I do in the play at the end when it's time to dance is I go around and I dance with the people in the audience. It's a part of, it's kind of like the way the play wraps up. And uh, so I had this unusual incident happen to me a couple of weeks ago. You know, I danced with three women on this side and then I danced with three women on this side and then I went to the uh, right side of the stage to go dance with a couple of women and a guy stands up and he says to me, Y conmigo no vas a bailar. Right in the middle of the show. Right in the middle. And it just, it completely stumped me. And now, could other other people hear that? Or it was just loud enough for you to hear? He was within a, two feet of me. And um, probably the two people that were with him heard it. Uh, but it just completely caught me off guard. Now, here, here's here's the thing, right? So, at this moment, it, I don't have a lot of time to think. But literally, this guy is standing in front of me. And he has asked me in so many ways, how come... You know, I won't, I have not asked him to dance. I've asked everybody in that area to dance. And so it just caught me off guard. And it wasn't a matter of being phobic, but it was a matter of just, you know, it caught me off guard. I don't know. Without missing a beat, I grab the guy's hand, I raise it above him, and I spin him. I give him one quick salsa spin, and then I make my way to the other side of him to then continue going. But, you know, it was just kind of... Uh, By the way, when you do that, yeah. they stay dancing. In other words, you get him up from the chairs. Yep. 
you do a little spinner here or there. Yep. And then you go on to, you move on, but they stay dancing. That's right. They stay dancing, yeah. So yeah. for the most part, you just have women dancing on the floor because you've pulled women out. Well, what I typically do is I will pull a woman out, and if she's accompanied by a gentleman, I will do one spin with her, and then I will hand his hand over to her, and they'll come out. It's a beautiful thing to experience. Everybody is dancing, but the way that I do it is I make it so that bailo con los blanquitos, bailo con los latinos, bailo con los jóvenes, los ancianos, I dance with everybody. But this one was different because... This guy just was kind of like, yo, y conmigo no vas a bailar. And I'm like, you know, again... I was very... he there with somebody? Did you pull the lady out and then hand him over to No, he was, he was there with... Uh, he was. Yeah, it's hard to tell who he was there with, but he was there... With a group. You know, I looked back for a moment because I thought, man, maybe the group put them up to it. But oh, I right. looked at the group's faces and they just not, it didn't have that feel like. Like I were, dare you, I dare like you. Like I dare you type of thing, you know. So I've, I've told a couple of people that story and they're like, well, you know, what, what did you think? I'm like, well, again, I'm not phobic in any way, but it did catch me off guard. I am a straight Latino male. I've well, never had that well, experience. Well, listen, just you know? simply put. You know, if I had to dance with a guy, right, it kind of throws off your, your what you know about dancing, right? So do you put your left hand up or do you put your right hand up and let him put his left hand up? That's what I would be thinking. That's yeah. why maybe that's why you just spun him. Because if you had to actually dance salsa yeah. with a guy, do you get what I'm saying? Does yeah. that mean that you have the left hand up as the guy? Yeah. Or? Well, it's interesting that we're having this conversation because a few of the answers to this has been, which is kind of funny and then, of course, weird and interesting, has been, well, was he obviously gay? Right. And I'm like, well, I don't know what obviously gay is. I mean, you know, because, again, I'm assuming that what they meant was, was he feminine and he appeared to be gay? But I know a lot of gay guys that aren't feminine, you know? So well, I well, he, But here's the thing. Yeah. Why does he have to be gay? That's 100% true. Because we go to parties and yep. women dance together all, all the, the time. time. I hear you. And so when I look at women yeah. dancing, I always say, like, I wonder how they decide yeah. who the guy is, right? Who's going to lead, for, right. for lack of a better way to put it, right? Yeah. So, for example, Emmeline always danced with her sisters growing up. Yeah. But Emmeline would be the lead. So she would be like the guy. Yeah. Which created a huge problem when we met. Yeah. Because then when we dance, she made me the woman. Yeah. it. So she was always leading. So every time we dance, we always get into a fight because I'm always like, no, no, let me lead you. Yeah. You understand? Yeah, let yeah. me lead you. Because she's used to dancing with her sisters, right? But it's interesting that you never see two guys in a club dancing together. And if you do, you have to assume that they're gay. Right, but women, right. they're not gay, right? They're right, just, no. But right. no quieren bailar conmigo. Or, or sometimes they even prefer to dance with each other yeah. than to dance with a guy. Yeah, it's the same thing with complimenting. You know, my business and our business, right? I have to refer to men as sometimes when I'm being, you know, when we're trying to scout for a part or whatever. Hey, yeah, I know this actor. He's a good looking guy. He'd be good for that part. He's a handsome guy. Another guy in the room may look at me and say, did you just say he was handsome? Yeah, he's a handsome guy. We're not, we're not. I'm Unacceptable. Not Unacceptable. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. women say it all the time. All the time. Women say she is beautiful. She is so pretty. But she all, but, yeah. but they also say yeah. she's ugly. Yeah, they do. Yeah. 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 She's yeah. horrible. Yeah. She's nasty. Yeah. You know. But but we don't. And if we do, it's presumed to be a gay thing. A gay thing. Yeah. That was the thing. And then another guy said to me, I wouldn't tell anybody that story if I were you. You told that you're telling that story kind of freely. I go, but it really happened. Number one, it really happened. And number two, that's an interesting challenge. What would happen? And that's the question. If you walked into a nightclub and a guy asked you to dance, do you dance with him? Do you walk away? Do you freak out? Yeah, think about it. I think the guy's listening. I know it's a weird topic, but trust me, 
this happened and it caught me complete. I am the kind of guy that always likes to think I am prepared for, for, for anything. anything except that. And that really was the rare moment where I was like, I do not have an answer. And, and, and isn't it interesting yeah. that it's a, it's a simple situation? Yeah, very simple. It's very simple. It very would go simple. something like this. Oh, hi. Uh, ¿Te gusta esta canción? You like this? You like this song? Sí, me encanta esa canción. It's nice, right? Oh, that's my song. Oh, it's yeah. mine too, man. Yeah? Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I see you're not dancing with anybody. No, que yo, tú sabes que yo, yo bailo solo. Yeah. Oh, you do? Yeah. Me too. Oh, good. Pues you know? Yeah, yo, yo bailo solo aquí. ¿Tú está, ¿Con quién tú estás? No, yo vine solo. Oh, yo también, pues fíjate. But I kind of want to dance with somebody. Sí. Yeah. I see how you're feeling this song. I'm feeling this oh, song. Oh, yeah. You know, so what you do you wanna think? dance? Yeah, you want to dance? Let's do it. Vamos a bailar. Yeah. Vamos a bailar. Yeah. See, it feels a little it's, weird. It, even even playing around, it feels even playing weird. around, yeah. it feels like it almost feels like we're gonna kiss. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it'd be it'd be an interesting yeah. thing because I'm sure if you were to stay dancing with him, yeah, you would get a lot of looks. Yeah, because I think I, I just don't think our society, let alone our people. Yeah. Are used to that. Pero ve las dos mujeres bailar all night. Yeah. Again, especially in a performance scenario, it is a weird thing. You've been asked to dance by a man. Yeah. You have just danced with 38 people. And all he's asking is, conmigo no vas a bailar. Now, they asked you to dance salsa. You mm-hmm. give them a little spin. Yep. Right? And you moved on. Yeah. What if it had been a merengue song? Yeah. Now, you're in the middle of a show. Yeah. Right? And the guy goes... Mira, baila conmigo. Would you dance 30 seconds of a merengue song yeah. with another guy? Well, let me just tell you this. So I am a performer first. Yep. I am a producer first. Yep. I am I am there for the better of the show. And as you know from working with me, we do things in the best interest of the show. And if that's what the duty calls, then that's where I got to go. Okay. We that sounds it. like a long-winded yes. Yeah. But I'm going to call you out on something. Yeah. You will never dance mm-hmm. bachata. That is a fact. Yeah. Especially uh, in front of a crowd. I won't dance. I so I called you out in front of an audience yeah. for your 50th birthday uh, surprise show that we did. And I put a bachata on. Duty called for you to dance a bachata with this lady from the audience and you refused. I was off the payroll. <laughs> At Havana, Madrid, I'm on the payroll. I am a paid performer. Okay. At so my that, birthday party, I do what I want. Yeah. So then you would dance a merengue song with a guy. If, again, put in a situation where I am in a show and that duty calls, I got to do it. So, final mm-hmm. question. Yep. Would you dance a bachata with a guy? I don't know. I don't. I think that I would question the closeness of any dance. <laughs> really. But, again, if duty calls and I know what I got to do, I got to do it. Duty calls. <laughs> yeah. Duty calls. I mean, I'm a performer, man. I mean, and, and the thing is, is that, you know, we live in a different world, don't we? Yeah. You and I? Yeah. Any performer, any performers that are listening, we live in a different world. If we're in front of 500 people, 200 people, 100 people, and we're performing, something unusual happens, yeah. you got to, you don't, you don't, you cannot have a board meeting, a staff meeting about it. You got to act. Yeah. You would do it and then hope it wouldn't go viral on Facebook. Well, if it did go viral, that's a good thing. I will sell my soul for viral. Okay. <laughs> I will, listen to me. Okay. I, let me tell you something. I will, let me, uh, listen to me. Okay, if it has the potential of going viral, okay, I will do a bolero with an elephant. I don't care. You know what I mean?
And that was a podcast, the Ellie Castro Show. I am Ellie Castro. And I'm Mikey O. Miente, for more information on my upcoming shows, you can go to EllieCastro.com and you can follow me on social media under Ellie Castro Comedy. Mike at MikeyOComedy.com, MikeyOComedy.com, and social media is Mikey O Show. Remember, mi gente, life is so much better when you're laughing. Hasta la próxima. Adios. Cocotazos, changing children, one cocotazo at a time.